Happy holidays, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. Death Match December continues this week. Two more matches this week. This week we'll start with Nick Mondo versus Wife Beater from Zandig's Tournament of Death, number one from 2002 from CZW. Before we get into that, I want to get into a few topics, but J.O., how are you doing first and foremost? I've been good, man. I've been good. Favorite time of the year, Christmas right around the corner, just taking it all in. And man, uh, that first week of Deathmatch December was pretty wild, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. I, again, new to the Deathmatch scene, new to the matches, and just seeing what these uh, wrestlers put themselves through. It's just insane. Crazy. Especially, honestly, I, I was like, the second match we watched which was DJ Hyde and Matt Tremont from CZW, uh, Cage of Death 14. If you haven't already, check out the match. And if you want to do the watch along with us, uh, you can find it on any archives on uh, Sig Daddy. Well, at Sig Daddy. (laughs) Wow, I can't even plug my own podcast. Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, you can listen to that and watch along with us. For that one, and also at Sushi Onita and Terry Funk, uh, the exploding ring time bomb death match as well. But yeah, that that first that second match, man, that was unbelievable. There was some stuff I'm like, holy moly! Some of the I when I saw the structure, saw some of the things I was in there, thinking, okay, they just made the place look scary, look intense. Probably not going to use some of it, but oh my god, did they put that? demonic contraption to full use yeah certainly uh, that was just i was like some of the spot even though i was shocked by some of the spots and it, it was there was one thing that was kind of gruesome in there Ooh, yeah you'll know what it is folks when you listen to it you'll know if you, and you watch along as well but uh, a couple of little topics i want to get in before we get to our third match uh third watch along of death match december um firstly uh, the Jeff Hardy news. It's been kind of a weird week because he got released, what, last week, I think? And then it turns out he's fine. And then there's been speculation going around of him trying to get out of his contract or whatever. There's a lot of things. People even said that he faked being drunk to get out of there. And I don't, I don't know what the case is. They weren't even sure if he was or not. They just assumed he couldn't take the risk, I guess. I, I don't know. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Honestly, if I think that him faking it is probably the best case scenario because, of course, Jeff's had demons in the past. So to, when I heard that he might have relapsed, that's pretty scary and pretty sad to think about. But, yeah, I've heard the conspiracies. He was trying to get out of his contract, so that he – this entire thing went down. But ultimately, you know, if he's okay, which what I've seen and read shows that he is, that's honestly okay, in my opinion. But I just don't know about the, the I, I don't, I have a hard time believing him faking that. It might not be as. It, so when we say fake, and when I'm saying fake, maybe it wasn't as bad as it, people initially thought. Again, when video showed what happened, people just started speculating, saying, oh, he's he's this, he's this. It might have just been he wanted to leave the match and then 
everyone's first thought jumped to that. Yeah, and apparently he was groggy during the match, and so I didn't, I, I didn't see a whole. I saw like that what minute, like thirty second video or something they showed, which you, you didn't get a whole lot from it. In all honesty, but hope he hope he hope he's fine. He, he WWE offered him rehab possibly again, and he didn't take it, so that was interesting. And so he obviously he didn't think he needed it, and so I don't know what. And from Matt, from what Matt has been saying, he's been the best Jeff Hardy he's seen in the last like couple since like 2019 or whatever. This is the best Jeff Hardy he's seen, like from a personal level. Right, and that's amazing news to hear. It's I don't know. There's still not a whole lot of facts out there. Just a whole lot of speculation. Yeah, we'll see what hap- what comes of it. So I think he has a 90-day contract. Uh, it's like one of those 90-day outs like WWE usually does. But uh, WWE releases him, so we'll see what happens from there. Uh, this past weekend also was Final Battle, Ring of Honor's final pay-per-view possibly. Might be their final battle in real life. So we'll see what happens with them. Um, almost 20 years of Ring of Honor and it, and it could possibly be coming to end. They're talking about hiatus, moving to not waiting until April to start up again, which I find very, very difficult to imagine them restarting again because they kind of took a break during the pandemic. And now they're, I don't know what to think, but it, apparently it was a really good show. And there was some AEW wrestlers were allowed onto there uh, to say some nice words about their time in Ring of Honor. And you saw Hangman Adam Page, uh cm punk was on there as well cody rhodes and the bucks as well um you saw some like uh cool appearances by uh, diana perrazzo in there as well she was in ring of honor at one point um but it and then you even saw adam sure the titan uh formerly known as braun Strowman, show up it's like well, it was case part of that control your narrative thing with EC3. So that's interesting if they do get a restart. And then we got FTR appearance, jumping the Briscoes after they won the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships for the 12th time over uh, Matt Taven and uh, uh, Mike Bennett, uh, the original kingdom. Um, so that's going to be interesting because the Briscoes are the GCW champions and the Ring of Honor champions, tag champions. And then they're gonna, they're te- They've been teasing this match on social media for a while with the with the FTR. They're kind of going. They've been going back and forth, verbal back and forth. Saw a video today with the Briscoes. We'll see what comes of that. that it will be a heck of a tag match. I'll say that. Briscoes mm-hmm. have been around since like day one in Ring of Honor, like day one. <laughs> and they're not even forty yet. <laughs> But yeah, looking at the highlights of the pay-per-view, if it was the end of Ring of Honor, I'd definitely say they went out with a bang. Oh, yeah. And they at least tried to they tried to treat it that way just in case. Again, we don't know what they're thinking, but it looks like they wanted to at least end it in a good way if that was the case. Yeah. And then uh, we also got uh, AEW winners coming this week. Um, Hangman Adam Page taking on... Brian Danielson, so that's going to be some must-watch TV coming up on Wednesday as well. Man, Brian Danielson, AEW, still, still taking that in. 
You gotta take that in as well as Punk and MJF feuding too. Right. And that verbal and back I've, and forth have been pretty good. <laughs> just was just about to say that both Magic on the mic, and it's I think my favorite burn or shot that I heard was how CM Punk called MJF what a discount Miz. Ooh, that was rough. That was a little rough. That's a man. That that cuts deep. Uh, that that was a little bit. I was like, man, that was bad. And then he's and he's saying, oh, Britt Baker replaced you on the as the fourth pillar as well. Good stuff. That feuds off to a really hot start. Hopefully, they can keep it go, keep the momentum going for a while because they got what they're probably. I I would think they're building it up for Revolution. Right. It's just, I think, I think the best feuds are always between. Everyone always talks about. They want to see the best wrestlers, the ones with their best in-ring capabilities going at it. But if you can talk and talk a good game, which both CM Punk and MJF can do, it's just magic. It's awesome. They're just so good at what they do. <laughs> so good. It was even funny because we watched CM Punk show up as a heel last week. And, and MJF's hometown, well, yeah, pretty much hometown of Long Island, New York. It was so weird. <laughs> like everywhere else in the entire country MJF is the epitome of heel but in Long Island for some reason these people embrace him maybe he represents who they are on Long Island I've never been but well, maybe he... everyone at Long Island is like that I don't know Well, oh, I ho certainly hope not because man MJF's a douche yeah, I'm hoping not to offend any people from Long Island. But your boy, man, he's a he's kind of a doucher, <laughs> big douchebag. But uh, it's yeah, it, he, that's gonna be good stuff. Uh, that's building up to be a really really good feud. Hopefully, it culminates at Revolution. Uh, we got MJF fight uh, wrestling Dante Martin this week as well for the Dynamite Diamond Ring. Who MJF's a two time winner of. So we'll see what happens with that as well. But uh, speaking of uh, MJF, MJF was a CZW wrestler. Definitely not an ultra-violent type of stuff. And we head to CZW once again to their ultra-violent underground for Zandig's ultra-violent tournament of death. Our match today, I mentioned it earlier, it's Wife Beater versus Nick Mondo in the tournament of death one final from 2002. 200 light tube tubes barbed wire match and uh took place in dover delaware august 31st 2002 this match is 19 years old uh give a little bit of a roundabout for the tournament uh tournament so far uh nate hatred uh zandig was in the first round that ended up in a no contest that's not related to this at all so uh, Wife Beater defeated Necro Butcher in the first round. Uh, in a first round staple gun, Falls Count Anywhere match. That was the first match. And uh, also Nick Mondo in the first round defeated Homeless Jimmy in a weapons match. Then the uh, semifinal included Wife Beater beating Nick Gage in a Panes of Glass match. And then Nick Mondo defeating the Messiah in a semifinal. Fans bring the weapons match. So this is a 
tournament final to crown the first ever king uh tournament of death champion and it's wife beater versus nick mondo 200 light tubes barbed wire match nick mondo didn't have a long career he ended up retiring in 2003 briefly came out for i think a match or two in 2017 so this is certainly going to be interesting you've never you haven't watched this match jo i've watched this first tournament in its entirety so it's going to be interesting and you're going to get ready to be surprised during this match jo you ready oh very ready all right here we go are you ready to hit play yes sir all right for the viewers and listeners at home three two one play god so many light tubes oh i've seen worse <laughs> you've ever checked uh, ever heard of matt tremont versus rsp with matt tremont's initial retirement match that had so many light tubes so many you said this tubes. was a this was a 2000 light tube is that what they called it 200 200 okay okay i was about to say wait 2000 but it's still an excessive amount of light tubes looks like the czw championships being held up and uh this tournament death has been one of the bigger ones it's it was probably the tournament of death uh well even though it says it, it the, by the name of it uh like the biggest one in the country for quite a while seemed like and you know nick mondo's out now and you, you let's guess what he's carrying in that bucket jo can't be anything good right no it is not what is that is that sh like broken up shards of glass no it is not worse that is, that is salt oh my god why would you want to be covered in salt you know what they call about the wounds right what's the yeah, what, that's... what's bad about putting stuff what what is bad to put in wounds yep salt nick mondo sick nick mondo as they like to call him he so in this tournament they had to wrestle a few times during this right two times they had to wrestle two times in the same day i say i could tell nick mondo is limping hard oh my god and he's spreading the salt on the oh my god the rain canvas yeah he he didn't have a long career but he had an impactful one so you do this can't really expect a long career can you yeah he has a quite the legacy even though it was like very very short-lived and i'm sorry does he have a weed whacker yes oh my god he's like went through the light tubes that's his wife beater by the way <laughs> he like wife beater comes from like a military background they if if you had the commentary on that's what they they were saying i think at one point during this i watched this initially on iwtv but uh yeah this is tournament final two matches in for both guys crown tournament of death champion the first ever just so many light tubes the one match the oh jeez 
Ow, ow, ow. Yep. Oh my goodness. See, I, I mean, I could see why they want to use the light tubes. The way they just explode off the body looks pretty damn cool. I'm not going to say. A roundhouse kick. I haven't seen that used really. <sighs> roundhouse kick to the, the tube to the head. Just got to be super dangerous. You got glass in your eye, possibly. This is a bunch of bar. Ah, gosh, I don't want to slide underneath the ring. Springboard. Impressive. Near fall, quick near fall for Nick Mondo. Oh, okay. Ooh. Okay, yep. Ow, I was like right across the eardrum, it looked like. Yeah, you want to talk about glass in your eye? That's what will happen. Ooh. Like Nick Mondo earlier in this evening, he had he hit like his finishing move, which looks like a one-winged angel. It was off a truck and like threw a bunch of light tubes. And it's called the assault driver. It's it looked it was insane. Like he took it was a giant bump he took, and he's now out here wrestling for the second time. And he just gets a light tube to the flipping gut. Back already bleeding. Why? Oh my gosh! Wife beater is torn up already. Ow! All the tubes, power bomb right into the tubes. That, like Oof. that canvas is literally covered in salt and glass already. Mondo. And the match's been going on for two minutes now. Three minutes, maybe two, three <laughs> minutes. This is one of our shorter matches of this. Uh, Death match December. Oh, God. So this will be our shortest one. Oh, my gosh. That's so much salt. Oh, that's got a sting. It's sting. Not that kind of sting. Oh, my gosh, dude. That's a trio. This set the standard, I guess, for deathmatch tournaments moving forward because it was the first of a uh, well, tournament of death. So they, I think there, there's there been like 18 of these in CZW's history. They've had a couple like internationally that didn't count for the number. I think I've watched 2002, 2016, and 20, I think 18, I think it was the latest one I watched. God, Mondo's back. My, oh, wow. That is just horrible. And why Peter's even like he's torn up on his stomach at all? He took like, just took it like a drop kick to his stomach and more tubes to his back. Say like both of their backs. My God. He's just stomping into his gut. Oh my god, look at that blood print. Oh, there's a blood print to the mat. I didn't even notice that until now. Gosh, these guys have gone like four minutes, and they look at how bad they are torn up. 
Like we watched the one, like the one for uh, uh, Trema and DJ High. They weren't torn up that bad that quickly. No. Well, they didn't use tubes really. They used everything else. Sheesh. You gotta take into the matter of fact they've already taken punishment from two other death matches this evening. Right. Gut wrench into the tubes. Wife beater's just grabbing them all. Say they're there, might as well use them. I got, but what's he gonna use them for? I have no, I, I don't remember this. I think I remember him stacking, but I don't remember this. I only watched this one time. Oh my. Okay, yep, that's rough. That's a little rough, man. Right to the stomach. Sheesh. And is it like dangerous to be breathing in like broken yeah, fluorescent I, tubes? Yeah, yes, I'm pretty I sure think I read that somewhere. There's like some toxins or whatever. <laughs> well, they do it for our entertainment. Oh my god, we are sick people for being fans of this. Yes, we are. Very sick people. Bundle! Oh my. Now there's like a square of something in the corner. I don't know what he had. Like, was it a window? A little window? I was going to say, it looks like a window. German. Didn't completely hit it. Oh, yeah, kind of missed. Kind of hit his elbow on it. Still didn't look very pleasant. No. Well, nothing looked pleasant. Nothing looks pleasant in this match. If you look at the look at the mat mount, Salton, all the glass. Oh my! That looked like it came off his shoulder. Five Peter's just taking him straight to the head. He just took the tube shot to the head. Like just all of it. Oh my, oh no. Whoa, 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 what? He's got the weed whacker. Oh, this can't be legal. Oh my god. Never gets easier. Choke bomb. This is over, mercifully. Thank goodness. Ugh. Oh my gosh. Doesn't get easy. Weed whacker. To the stomach. Doesn't get any easier watching it the second time. Honestly, it's probably about worse. How long was Nick Mondo's career? Uh, ended uh, ended one year and change later. I I'd warn a guess that this is one of the reasons. Oh my god. That was awful. That is, ugh. It's like one of the damnedest things I've ever seen. I want to see stuff like that in WWE. <laughs> uh, not in 800 million bajillion fulfilling years, but.
man. Oh, oh. Don't zoom in. All right. I think that's going to be the end of it for us. Wife Beater is crowned your first ever Tournament of Death champion. Zandig's ultra-violent Tournament of Death champion, the inaugural one. That match is mercifully over. Goodness gracious. Whew. I, I love the show of respect, though. I do love the show of respect at the end, but J.O., man, your thoughts. <laughs> People do this, like, willingly. It's crazy. I, oh, my gosh. That was, that was rough. You know what? For all that hurt that Nick Mondo went through for this tournament, taking the weed whacker to the flipping stomach, he got to win the next year. <laughs> he won the tournament next year. It's like, for all that punishment I took this year, I'm, I won the second one. Hope it was worth it. My goodness, that was just like that match didn't like have a bunch of wild spots in it, like the one we watched previously uh, with uh, Hyde and Tremont. But the the levels of violence, man, that was even worse. It's yeah, it's weird. It's kind of odd for a more match that's so much shorter that the violence is more. Because I feel the Tremont match kind of had an aspect of storytelling in it. But in the this match, it was, let's beat the living crap out of each other as hard as we can. Yeah, I think that, that you're right. You, I think you hit the nail on the head with that, J.O. I really think you did, because I felt like this one was the violence, almost violence for the sake of violence. Right. The Tremont, DJ Hyde one, you could see there was storytelling thrown in, uh, put in the, placed into that match because they told a story throughout the match, which Tremont's an expert on that. Like, he's a very good deathmatch storyteller, Matt Tremont. Uh, but, yeah, I felt like this one was the opposite of what we saw the last match. Yeah. It's spectacle, I'll say that. It, it was certainly a spectacle, this uh, Nick Mondo wife-beater match. Right. Definitely not for soft stomachs, I should say. Uh, both, both figuratively and literally on that one. Um, so, so we're, we're, I think we're about midway through Deathmatch December. I think we are actually at the midway point because I think we had six matches we're doing this month. Uh, J.O., so, so we're halfway through. How would you rank these so far? One, two, three. I'd probably put... I'd probably put the Tremont match first. That one was just insane. The Terry Funk, that was the Terry Funk one was probably second, and then this one third. I think that's fair. I think I have the same rankings. I, yeah. I, have, the, I have the same rankings on that one because I was blown away by Tremont Hyde last week. Yeah, that was something else. I was blown away, but uh. More to come on Deathmatch December. This episode will drop on Tuesday evening. On Wednesday, we'll drop the next one. And uh, the next one, next match we're doing, will be Joshua Bishop versus Dominic Guarini. Submit or surrender from Absolute Intense Wrestling from 2018. 
It's going to be quite interesting, J.O. I haven't seen this match. This is another match I haven't seen on here. So uh, certainly looking forward to it. As am I. As am I. And it's going to be, I think, a bit of a little bit different style of of a kind of a death match on uh, the upcoming episode. So stay tuned for that. This this episode you're listening to right now will drop Tuesday night. The other one will drop on Wednesday. So in the meantime, make sure to follow us, follow the show on Twitter and Facebook at Sig Daddy Wrestle on TikTok as well at Sig Daddy Wrestle and on Instagram at Sig Daddy dot Wrestle. And show your love to the podcast. Follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio apps, uh, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, make sure to leave a review of the show. I always appreciate the uh, feedback on the show. Uh, tells me, it lets me know how I'm doing with the show, how me and JR are doing, me and J.O. are doing with the show. And uh, J.O., before we go, uh, make sure to drop your socials. Twitter and Instagram at Jeremy Ordas, one word, all lowercase. All right. So until next time, this is Sig Daddy, Skylar Sig Daddy, Sigmund that is, signing off with J.O., ready for another death match December next time. See you then, and so long, everybody. <laughs>